Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Dan Leach. Be sure to check out my podcast, The Detroit CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We dive into the betting angle for all the Detroit teams and the Michigan Wolverines and Michigan State Spartans as well. If you're from Detroit or a fan of any of the Detroit or college teams in the Michigan area and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So please subscribe, follow, and listen to the Detroit CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in Wild Wednesday edition of the Detroit City Cast. Lots to get to, including my brand new edition of the Big Ten Power Rankings and college basketball. Fast underway. Michigan State with a tough loss against a really good Kansas team last night. Michigan gets going tonight against Buffalo because no one circles the wagons. Like the Buffalo Bulls, so we'll take a look at some of the futures odds and conference odds for college basketball bet rivers. And of course, we'll have a little bit of a discussion about what we saw in the CFP rankings last night. I did do a special show to react to the CFP rankings with Michigan being ranked higher than Michigan State, so please check that out. But we'll, we'll touch back on that. And just some more points to make as I've had a little time to, you know, kind of breathe and, and think more about why I told people going, la- you know, most of last week going into the, the, uh, the show on Tuesday night for the new rankings that I thought Michigan was probably going to be ranked higher than Michigan State. I gave my reasoning. I know my fine producer, the S-man, Stephen, thought I was being, you know, kind of a homer. And maybe parts of that made it seem like I was. But the reasoning I gave was the same reasoning that they gave on the show last night and the commissioner Gary Gary Barta did, uh, the head of the CFP committee, about Michigan being 
you know, the more complete team, whether it's fair or not. And a lot of Spartan fans are saying, well, all that matters is we beat you. Well, as far as the CFP rankings, which we know are a lot to do with just being a talking point, it doesn't really matter right now because Michigan State's below Michigan, even though they beat them. And I know it just kind of looks weird because the committee said that they valued head-to-head and they put Oregon ahead of Ohio State. But head-to-head isn't the end-all be-all. Just because you beat a team, you know, head-to-head doesn't mean that you're always going to be ahead of them if you have the same record as far as overall. And I, and I gave an example on the show yesterday, and I'll quickly give it again before we get into the Motown betting window. Let's say you've got a team like, I'm not saying this year, just in general, like because I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember if they play each other this year. But Alabama and Texas A&M and Georgia Texas A&M. Let's say they both play Texas A&M. One team beats A&M. The other team loses to A&M. Doesn't mean that they're worse or better based on losing to that one team. Yes, it's a common opponent. One lost, one one beat them. But just because that's the case, they have the same record otherwise, it doesn't mean that the team that you know lost to A&M has to be ranked higher than the team that beat A&M. That's not the way it works. Sometimes it does, but a lot of times it doesn't. So we'll delve a little further into that as well. And of course, looking forward to Lions-Steelers on Sunday. That should be fun. But let's take a trip to that Motown betting window. A lot of Lions to get to today. It's presented by our great friends at Bet Rivers. We will start with Lions and Steelers. And we're seeing movement on the Detroit Lions right now. Uh, this line at one point was 9.5 at Bet Rivers. Opened pretty much 9 across the board. And then you saw some 9.5s at Bet Rivers. Well, it is down to 8.5. Eight and a half right now at Bet Rivers, and that both ways minus one ten. The money line minus three sixty for the Steelers. Lines plus three hundred. The total forty two and a half over minus one thirteen and under minus one oh eight. Now there's a couple things I want to mention on this game. First, some of the numbers against the spread look great for the Steelers and look great for the Lions. This is the one that looks bad for the Lions. They're zero five straight up in their last five games against Pittsburgh. That's that's fine because if you're betting the Lions, you're not betting them to win. I mean, do not take the money line. I'll tell you that right now. But Pittsburgh is just 1-5 against the spread at home in its last six home games. The total, by the way, if you're looking at the total, I kind of have a small lean on the over. The total has hit the under, though, in five of Detroit's last six games. But the total has hit the over in four of Pittsburgh's last five games against the Lions. And I've discussed this with you throughout this season I don't have much trust in the Lions. And boy, they burned me when I thought that for sure they were the right play getting three and a half at home against the Bengals, home dome dog. I thought for sure they were the right play getting three and a half at home against the Eagles, home dome dog. And they got filleted in both those games. So there's not going to be much trust by me the rest of the season with this inferior Lions team in a full rebuild with a lack of weapons and Jared Goff. And all due respect, Jared Goff ain't Matt Stafford. And Jared Goff has really struggled compared to what he was doing earlier in the season. I think Jared Goff could have some nice games. And I think you look at what the Lions could end up being towards the end of the season, a much, you know, better looking team overall than they are right now. But they're not going to be a very good team. And they don't need to be. And the Lions did just add a piece uh, today, just a little while ago. They added Josh Reynolds, uh, who was released for the Titans. So, you know, Reynolds gives you a couple things here and there. I like the young Amon Ross St. Brown. I like Quinn Cephas. Obviously, DeAndre Swift, when he's healthy, he's been fantastic. And we know that Hockenham, TJ Hawkinson, has been great. So, I, I just, I don't trust the Lions to really cover games and win games at all right now. But you see the the, the sharp movement and, and the public as well. There is public and sharp money on the Lions right now. And that's why that line has come down from 9.5 to 8.5. So we'll monitor that throughout the rest of the week. Let's take a look at the college action. And we have seen some movement on both the Michigan uh, State, uh, 
Maryland line and the Michigan Penn State line. And we'll take a, a trip with the Michigan Penn State game first, the noon tilt at Beaver Stadium. And that game is down to a pickup. It opened Bet Rivers, Penn State minus one and a half. And there's a ton of public and sharp money on Michigan right now. We know, as I've told you, Michigan's a very public bet team. You know, like a lot of the Yankees or the Packers or, you know, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are a very public team. Alabama's another one. That even though, you know, the, most people aren't necessarily Alabama fans around the country, they're Alabama betters around the country. And right now, Michigan's actually a slight favorite based on this. It's, it's an even spread, but you have to lay 113 on the Wolverines and you have to lay 108 on the Nittany Lions. That's, that's interesting because, you know, the money line was low when Michigan, when Penn State was minus uh, one before this line moved uh, going into today. They were, they were minus 113 on the money line, Penn State was, and it was uh, minus one away from Michigan, so it was kind of flipped there. Total sticking in kind of uh, in the mud at, at 48, not much movement on that. It's 48 over minus 109, under minus 112, and some, some numbers on that uh, that can maybe help you feel better about a selection one way or the other, because uh, I'm definitely leading Michigan. I think man, we're going to talk further about this on Football Friday. But as it stands right now, I think Michigan's just a better team than Penn State. Yeah, it's on the road, and Michigan's had some House of Horrors games, mainly at night and those whiteouts at Penn State. But I just think Michigan's the, the better team here, and I think Michigan should win this game. Uh, and you're getting them to pick them, which I thought Michigan might end up being a one or two-point favorite. I guess they still could. But Michigan's 4-1 and one against the spread in its last five games. Total, by the way, is hit the over in each of Michigan's last five away games. And Penn State is 6-1 and one straight up in its last seven home games. So... Lots of interesting stuff there. And, of course, Penn State beat Michigan last year in the COVID year, 27-17, to 17, in the Big House. And remember, that was a game that had no fans, and Penn State was winless at the time. And last year was just a, a garbanzo year in so many ways in the Big Ten, definitely for Michigan. Uh, by the way, the Wolverines are 14-10, straight up in the 24 all-time head-to-head matchups against Penn State. So that's a look at the Michigan and the Penn State line. And then, as I mentioned, we've seen a little movement uh, with the Michigan State-Maryland line. And this is a game that Michigan State really should be able to win going away. But it's it's down a point now as well. It was 13.5. Uh, Michigan State the favorite. Now it's down to 12.5 at Bet Rivers. Michigan State minus 12.5, minus 112. Maryland plus 12.5, uh, minus 109. The money line, Michigan State minus 530, plus 384. Maryland, the Terps, fear the turtle. And the total, uh, 61 over minus 109. And the under, minus 112. Pretty high total there. As well, and this is a game that I'm I'm going to stay away from. I think Michigan State should win this one in the end, going away. But you do have Tua's little brother. You do have a Maryland team with nothing to lose that's played a little better football over the last few weeks compared to what they did when they got blasted by Iowa and really had struggled for a, a few weeks before these last three games they played. Uh, I, I just think that Michigan State's going to win this game by close to ten or so points or more. And I can totally see a backdoor cover for Maryland. So I, as of now, I'm staying away from this game. We'll see if that line continues to come down. Maybe if it gets down to you know 11 or uh, 10 and a half, I might consider buying that at half point and taking Michigan State minus the 10. Now, big game in the NBA. Not really, but it should be fun when you got Jalen Green and you got Cade Cunningham, the two top picks in the draft, going after each other. We know that Cade has struggled. This line's kind of been all over the place. Uh, it was minus one for the, the Rockets, then up to one and a half. And now you got it all the way to three and a half for Houston in the battle of Green versus Cunningham. Moneyline, Rockets minus 155, Pistons plus 128, and then over uh, 210 and a half, minus 113, the under 210 and a half, minus 109 at Bet Rivers. This should be a fun game to watch. 
It's going to be on national TV. Uh, you can't read too much into early season stuff with, with young guys like Green and Cunningham. But, boy, Green has definitely looked better than Cade. And Cade didn't start the season until about four or five games into it. Uh, but he's definitely had his struggles. He had his first double-double a couple games ago. This should just be fun to see these guys go after each other. They played, I believe, in the Summer League uh, down uh, or when they were in Vegas. I remember seeing a Rockets-Pistons game then. And, you know, these guys will have fun going after each other. But I don't see much value in betting this game tonight. But that is the line for you at Bet Rivers. And we've got college hoops. College hoops indeed. And Michigan gets their season started tonight. Number six, Michigan. With Hunter Dickinson, a Player of the Year candidate, they're playing Buffalo. This line's actually moved down. There were some 15 and a half, and 15s. It's down to 12 and a half for the Wolverines. Money line minus 1115, plus 700 on Buffalo. The total 154 over minus 109, under minus 112. It's had an interesting game. Buffalo's definitely one of the better teams in the MAC. Michigan, their first regular season game, they played Wayne State in an exhibition game at Wayne State's new uh, field house last week. They bl- blasted Wayne State. I think Michigan is going to definitely win this game going away, but it's a first game. Very tough to lay a lot of points in these early games. Sometimes you see a team like Michigan win by 30. Other times they might win this game by 6 or 8, and it's it's close down to the wire in these first couple of games of the regular season. So I'm going to stay away from this one as well, but I'm very excited to see the Wolverines and what they've got to offer uh, this season. I was looking at a bunch of different analysts that you know follow college basketball, and one of them, Joe Lenardi, who's the, the bracketologist master, And he has Michigan in the Final Four. A bunch of people have the Wolverines in the Final Four. I got to follow them last year in Indy with that crazy kind of, you know, the COVID situation where there was very few fans and, you know, we had to wear masks and it was was just an amazing experience. And I was at the UCLA game that Michigan lost by a couple points. Really thought Michigan was going to get to the Final Four and maybe have a chance uh, to win a national title finally for the first time since 89. But this should be a fun year for Michigan basketball. And, you know, Michigan State, you can't freak out about it losing to number three Kansas, but that was a tough loss. And I think Michigan State's gonna have their they're gonna have their struggles throughout the season. But I wanted to give you the odds uh at Bet Rivers for the Big Ten. And you know, they're they're gonna update these throughout the year. So you always want to make sure you are kind of locked into the website or the app. because uh, there's there's times where there's gonna be a lot of tremendous value to take certain teams. Maybe if like Michigan's out a little bit of a lull or you know, Michigan State uh, is getting, you know, crazy plus odds to win the Big Ten. And you can see that they are, you know, getting better as a team or, you know, Purdue or Ohio State. I think Purdue and Michigan are clearly the class of the Big Ten. But taking a look right now at the, the Bet Rivers Big Ten Conference winning odds, Michigan the favorite plus 230, Purdue right there plus 235. The Buckeyes uh, had a little close shave the other night won a, 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 with a basket in the final one second of the game uh, last night against Akron. They are six to one. Illinois is seven to one. And the Spartans right there, the fifth best odds at nine to one. Maryland behind them at twelve to one. And Iowa at twenty to one. Just take a look at the the odds to win the national championship. Michigan the third favorite behind Gonzaga and Kansas. Gonzaga, the Zags plus six and a half to one. Kansas nine to one. Michigan nine to one. Actually tied for second, but I know they were nine fifty a couple days ago. So right there, Kansas and Michigan are, you know, the, the second choice or third choice based on what the day is. Gonzaga is the clear favorite uh, to win their first national championship. Then Villanova is 10 to 1, and along with Texas and UCLA to run out of the top five. And then you got Michigan State all the way down there at 33 to 1, the 15th selection, about 15th to 17th based on uh, the day. And that's where we go to start this college basketball season. Yesterday, I think there was 165 college basketball games, at least it seemed like there was. 
Uh, so we'll keep you monitored at this Motor, the Motor City betting window all season long on all these different games. And we love doing it free. And, of course, me giving you my, my picks and the, the great odds value as well. One last thing I wanted to update here uh, in the Motor City betting window is that Lions number of games won in the regular season win total over one and a half right now at Bet Rivers minus 150 under one and a half plus 120 I I've, I've given you my feeling on this I do not see value in taking the over if you're going to bet this because you want to have some something on the Lions season I think there actually is a little value on the under I think the Lions are going to win one game probably one game could they win two or three sure Late in the season, the, the Packers might rest all their players if they've already clinched the division or whatever their playoff situation is. It's possible the Lions could win two or three games. But the one game is going to be the toughest because is it Chicago? Is it Minnesota? Is it Atlanta? Denver just you know, pounded Dallas to oblivion on the road. So that, that Denver game doesn't look nearly as easy as it did a few weeks ago. I'm not laying 150 to go over one and a half. If anything, I'm saying, all right, the Lions are going to win a game. They'll get it somewhere in the next several weeks on the schedule. And we'll take a look at the, you know, the under there with the, the one and a half, under one, one and a half plus 120. That's kind of where I'm at with the Lions. I don't think that it's a bet that I'm going to go throw a ton of money on, but I know a lot of you have been asking about Lions win total stuff, and we will continue to discuss it here on the show. That's where the value is for me right now, the under one and a half plus 120 at Bet Rivers right now. All right, that's a trip to the Motor City betting window presented by our great friends at Bet Rivers. I want to get right into my brand new Big Ten power rankings coming right up as well as what happened on Tuesday night's CFP show that ignited some of the masses on fire with how dare they put Michigan ahead of Michigan State, even though the Spartans beat them two weeks ago. We'll get into that straight ahead as well. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. The Visa Midseason Football Special is here. Put the Visa betting experts to work for you from now through February for only $99. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on Visa.com. Sign up today at Visa.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Let's take a look at my brand new DTM's Big Ten Power Rankings, and we'll marry them with the odds right now at betrivers.com. And I got a couple I got a couple wagers for you that I want you to fire away on when it comes to some value here with the Big Ten Conference odds outrights. And we've had just such major shifts in the last several weeks. I mean, it started with the Iowa loss, then, of course, Michigan-Michigan State playing each other. And there's just been a lot of shifts in my Big Ten power rankings. We'll start with number five. And listen, I don't think that the winner of the Big Ten is going to come out of the West, but they definitely can. And there could be some value there. And that's kind of where one of my plays is going to be today. Right now at number five is Minnesota. Minnesota is tied, virtual tie, with Wisconsin. But based on the tie breaks, Wisconsin uh, has the edge right now. They're both 6-3. and three. They're both 4-2 and two in the Big Ten West. And when you look at where they're at at Bet Rivers, uh, you can get Minnesota right now for, at 40-1. to one. And this is the thing about Minnesota. They looked so bad early in the season. But they have really come 
together in the last several weeks. They've won four in a row. They beat Purdue on the road. They beat Nebraska. They beat Maryland, you know, pretty handily. They destroyed Northwestern. They did this lose to Illinois, which is what concerns me, but they had won four in a row and a couple of those against good teams. They've got Iowa on the road coming up this weekend. Very interesting game, a 3.30 game on the Big Ten Network. Then they've got Indiana and they've got Wisconsin. They control their own destiny in the West. So they've got all the teams they need to play to, to get into the Big Ten title game. And that's why I look at that 40-1, to 1, and I'm not telling you to throw a ton of money on it, but I think that, I mean, you put $100 on 40-1, to 1, that's $4,000. 50 is $2,000. So whatever your unit play is, I feel like you put maybe a half a unit on Minnesota, it's just worth it. I don't think Minnesota has a great chance to win it all, but if they get to the Big Ten title game and face a Spartans team or face a wounded Ohio State team or face a Michigan team that has never even been to Indy, it's one game to rule them all. So I think there's really, really good value there on Minnesota at 40-1 to 1 right now to win the Big Ten, kind of controlling their destiny in the West. Number four, we're going to go with those Wisconsin Badgers. And, you know, the Badgers right now have the advantage. They're in first by themselves based on what they've done, uh, you know, so far. They've got the tie breaks over uh, Minnesota. But, you know, you look at Wisconsin's schedule. they got Northwestern. they got Nebraska both at home and then at Minnesota. So, you know, as I mentioned, Minnesota can win out and get it done. But Wisconsin, they beat Minnesota, they're in. And Wisconsin's odds right now reflect that because they obviously have the big advantage. They're the second best odds. Like, there's no value on Wisconsin. Uh, they're three and a half to one. And then number three, and I know it's going to be controversial some. I mean, I almost did a, a, a 2A, 2B, but I much like the CFP, I think Michigan State is behind the Wolverines right now. De- definitely with the odds makers, they definitely are. So I got Michigan State at three. To win the Big Ten, they are 33 to one. 33 to one, they're the fourth selection at Bet Rivers right now. And they're 150 to one to win the CFP at Bet Rivers as well. And I'm not saying you just believe, you know, and buy into what the odds are, but they're a great gauge for you. And there's a reason that Michigan State's odds are so low right now, because when you look at what the Spartans have to do, all, all Michigan State and Michigan do is play the same three teams. Buckeyes, Maryland, Penn State. Michigan's got Maryland uh, on the road. Michigan State's got Maryland at home. Penn State's, uh, at, you know, on the road for Michigan. It's at Spartan Stadium. And then the Buckeyes, the biggest game for both those teams, on the road for Michigan State next week and at home for the Wolverines the week of Thanksgiving. So, you know, Michigan State's odds reflect that. Like they are the third best team right now. That obviously can change. But they are my number three team. And then Michigan's my number two team. And the Wolverines, I think, do have some value. And, uh, you know, they're 7-1 to one right now at Bet Rivers to win the Big Ten. And when you look at the national championship odds, the Wolverines are the fifth favorite at 25 to 1 uh, behind Oklahoma. I'm oh, sorry, the sixth favorite, excuse me, behind Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and uh, the uh, the Sooners. Right now, you got Georgia minus 125, uh, the clear favorite. Bama plus 3.5 to 1. Ohio State 5 to 1. Oklahoma 12 to 1. And Oregon, the Ducks, quack, at 14 to 1. I, listen, it's no secret I'm a Michigan fan. It's no secret that I always am fair to the other teams, whether it's the Buckeyes or the Spartans or whoever. I want everyone to win money. I think there is definitely a small amount of value on taking the Wolverines to win the Big Ten at 7-1. to one. $100 wins $700, $200 wins $1,400. They've never been to Indy yet, so there's no track record. I understand they have tough games left, but their odds, if they win this weekend, they're going to go down to like 3-1, three, three to 3.5-1. to one. You're never going to get better odds because obviously if they lose, they're out. But if they win, you're basically getting double the odds right now. So I think there's a 
definitely a value play on Michigan at seven to one. If you want, if you're you know real adventurous and you want to throw a little money on Michigan winning it all at twenty five to one, be my guest. But I don't think Michigan's winning it all, even if they got to Indy uh, and then the playoffs, obviously. Uh, but I think the seven to one to win the Big Ten, getting the Buckeyes at home. I think they're going to beat Penn State this weekend, and their odds are going to get cut in half, if not worse. So it's going to come down. It would come down then if Michigan State loses to the Buckeyes, to the Wolverines versus the Buckeyes, to rule them all for the Big Ten East at Michigan Stadium Thanksgiving weekend. And that's my updated look at the DTM's Big Ten power rankings. Once again, Minnesota 5, Wisconsin 4, Michigan State 3, the Wolverines 2, Buckeyes 1 with a play on Minnesota at 40-1 to to win the Big Ten and Michigan at 7-1 to to win the Big Ten. All right, we'll get right into my feelings on what happened last night in the CFP ranking show right after this. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. Of course, tons of controversy and hair on fire and people losing their minds, Spartan fans, of course, uh, about the rankings last night in the CFP when they came out uh, for the second uh, edition of the CFP rankings. And, and listen, is it a lot of talk for, you know, sports radio or podcasts or, you know, national TV? Sure. But this is also what the committee has done. And this is just the second week. And there's several weeks left to go. It will shake itself out. But, you know, Michigan, as I said to you last week, and my own producer thought I was being a homer. And some of you thought I was being nuts. I wasn't trying to say that Michigan was clearly going to be ahead of the, the Spartans. But I thought that they would be. And I was right. And it's I'm wrong, wrong a lot of times. But I'm, definitely when I'm right, I'm going to stand behind it and say, this is why I thought this would happen. And yes, head-to-head was being valued going back a week ago when the committee said that Oregon beat Ohio State heads up and they you know, they kept Oregon ahead of Ohio State and they did it this week as well. But as I mentioned, it was the recency thing. You know, the Stanford game was several weeks ago that Oregon lost. You know, I know Michigan State just beat Michigan, but they just lost to Purdue, an unranked team. And I know Purdue has cracked in the rankings at number 19, but as the, the committee uh, had Gary Barta mentioned, as they, you know, Reese Davis's mothers on the show mentioned last night, that Michigan felt like the more complete team to the committee. And that, I know Joey Galloway talked about this. That's why he thought, you know, that Michigan could be ranked higher. Not that it was this, you know, for sure thing. And obviously the fact that they were focusing more on six and seven than they were on one, two, three, and four. And obviously Cincinnati being number five was a big deal. That's why I said I thought there was a real chance that it would happen and why I would have done that. Because yes, head-to-head definitely matters, but it's not the be-all, end-all. And when you look at the SP Plus numbers, even after Michigan beat uh, lost to Michigan State. They were five in the SP Plus, and Michigan State was still 14. When you look at some other metrics, when you look at you know different ways where you can kind of look at different you know, the schedules and the comparisons, Michigan, I think, has just had better overall wins, aside from losing, of course, to Michigan State, and has looked better overall in doing that. The Spartans have had some really close-shave wins, including against Nebraska, and obviously coming all the way back against Michigan. It's just for one week. This will shake itself out. But all the Spartan fans that kept, you know, trying to troll Michigan fans saying, all that matters is we beat you. Well, in the committee's eyes, that's not all that matters because it doesn't because Michigan's ahead of them, even though the Spartans won. But it doesn't take anything away from what Michigan State did against Michigan. I accepted that loss. I made no excuses. I gave the Spartans full praise as a Michigan fan. That's I wouldn't be doing my job or being fair if I, if I didn't. 
because I might be a Michigan fan, but I still can comment on both sides of the rivalry. But as it stands right now, the Wolverines are six, right ahead of Cincinnati, undefeated Cincinnati, and the Spartans are seven. And if Michigan beats Penn State this week and the Spartans beat Maryland, it'll probably stay that way. And then it comes down to what Michigan State can do against the Buckeyes and, of course, what the Wolverines can do against the Buckeyes because I think neither Michigan State nor the Wolverines are going to lose to a truly inferior Maryland team when it comes to those two squads playing. But people need to stop freaking out so much. It's fun to discuss this. I do think Michigan is the more complete team, obviously aside from the loss to the the Spartans, but I know you can't take that out. Of course you can't. But just because you have a head-to-head doesn't mean you have to use that if two teams have similar records. A lot of times you would. And a lot of times they do. This time, they didn't. And save your conspiracy theories. This wasn't just to create discussion around the country. I don't think the committee is that petty. And college football is already king, along with the NFL. We know that baseball and basketball and hockey are all great. But football is king. They're not just putting Michigan ahead of Michigan State so we we talk about it on, on radio. We're already talking about college football. So I don't believe in this you know, JFK junior conspiracies coming back to life nonsense. That That's why they did that. I think that the committee was probably a very close vote. Gary Barta, the, uh, the chairman, mentioned they didn't do a tally, but I'm sure it was within a vote or two. However, they, you know, if they raised their hands or you know, they knew that it was a majority. I just think that you look at Michigan and they are just a little bit more of a complete team. The Spartans gave up over 500 yards passing to Purdue last week. And Purdue, while yes, ranked 19 now, they're they're an okay team. I mean, when you look at the last SP Plus rankings, which you know I, I really like, but they're just one metric. But when you look at Purdue, Purdue was 46. 46. And the Spartans were 14. And they gave up 500 plus passing yards. And yeah, I know the game was on the road, but come on. So... As I mentioned, the recency situation, yeah, the, 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 you know, when you look at losing to an unranked Purdue team and just what Michigan has done for the rest of the season, what Michigan State's done for the rest of the season, it's very close, but Michigan just a little bit ahead of them, and that's what the committee did, and we'll see how it shakes itself out over the next several weeks. I did do a full show on this yesterday if you want to watch that uh, or listen to that uh, on all your various podcast platforms, and I do have some video up on my uh, Twitter as well at Dan Leach 97.1. That's going to do it for us today here on the Wild Wednesday Show. Looking forward to talking to you on Football Friday. We'll have our football picks. We'll get into what the Lions are going to do against the Steelers. And, of course, the big game for Michigan against the Penn State Nittany Lions over the weekend. And until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, out. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 